0: Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. I am so excited about today's guest. So whether you are wondering where to begin or begin again in your weight loss journey or you're in the middle of it and feeling like motivation is really beginning to fade, I pray that this testimony will bless you. Her name is Monica Spate, and I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit more, but I'll just say this. She has been a spiritual voice in my ear, being used by the Lord to encourage me and challenge me for over a year now. I met Monica through a coaching program we were both participating in, and I cannot express how blessed I have been to have her speak into my life, and I cannot wait for you to hear her testimony of health that she has to share. For those who listen regularly, I know, I know, I know that this episode is way longer than usual, but... There was too much goodness shared to take anything out, so I decided to just share it all. Get ready to hear some very powerful things. Let's go. Hey, sweet mama. Welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wish that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really matter to me but I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. All right, Monica, you ready to dive right in? I am. Let's do it. Okay. So, well, I'm just going to throw the ball into your court. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about you and what it is that you do?
1: So uh, my name is Monica Spate, and I am a coach, a strategist, and a mentor to Christians who want to move a vision that God has given them forward. They want to move it from desire, thinking, oh, this is exciting, from desire to done, and they want to do it uh with radical clarity and confidence and courageous action and so i i I um often you know people have oh, I'm a life coach or I'm a this coach I don't really have a name before the coach I'm a coach but if if I had to say it's really action, like I'm all about helping people take action <laughs> and strategic action so that's that's what I do that's what I do
0: that's awesome i love it i love you know we were having a conversation the other day and one of the things that you said that stuck out to me was you know you help people walk in obedience you you help them with obedience and that's you know taking action it's one thing to know what it is you're supposed to do and it's a whole nother thing to actually be doing it right
1: it is it's scary like let's just be real about it like obeying again i work with christians and it's easy to say to obey God. We know we should, I, I get all of that. We all get all of that, but it's not easy mm-hmm. because when whatever God is normally calling us to do is often out of our comfort zone. It may not be so far out of our comfort zone that we. Uh, it takes forever for us to, make the, to take the step. Um, but sometimes God calls us to leaps of faith. And then t- sometimes it's just small steps. Mm-hmm. Either way, you gotta move. And so I want people to, to be consistent and learn how to keep taking these steps, because steps really turn into leaps when you when you look back, and you're like, oh wait a minute, that was a leap, but you you didn't just take a leap. Sometimes there are times when God's like, just go ahead. Like I know this don't make any sense. Everybody's gonna think you crazy. Just go do it. Um, but I my role is to walk with people to help them obey consistently, and obedience needs to become a habit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to use that as our launching point into our next question. So the whole, you know, purpose that I have you on the podcast for is to hopefully share your story and encourage those women who are struggling with their health. And so I'm really hoping and praying that you will sort of bring to us a new perspective based on your experience the last few months. So tell us a little bit about um, how your whole health journey started.
1: So you know, I was thinking about this. Uh, My health journey started. So there, there's a, it's a story behind everything. You know this with me, right, Lauren? Yeah. So my health journey started uh, really when I was probably in my teens, before I knew I needed to have a health journey, and or my late teens, probably seven, eighteen, nineteen, maybe ish. I didn't know that I, I was fine with myself. I was a cheerleader. I was active. I ran track. I was fine. I was. I'm naturally a thicker is what we say in the black community. We 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 call a thick, a little thicker, you know, person. I'm I was fine with that. Probably most of my life was probably like a 10, 12-ish, you know, 13, something. I was fine. I was dating someone though. Uh, and the girls that he would date outside of me were all very slim and they were different, they were just different than me, I'll put it that way. And I remember feeling like the reason um, he cheated on me, didn't like me, whatever the case was, was because of how I looked. And all of a sudden I had an issue. And I believe it started probably 19 ish, 20 ish, around, you know, late teens, early 20s. And then from that point on, I've been on this journey to be smaller. And it's amazing. And I'm sure your listeners can attest to this. You could probably look at pictures of yourself from years ago and say something like, I wasn't even that big. What was I thinking? Like when you look at yourself now, look at yourself years ago, I was like, why did I think I was, I was, I had an issue. And my husband brought this out to me and he said, you know, you know, I think you have some type of uh, body dysmorphia disorder. I forgot the terminology he used. And I was like, what? He's like, because no matter what stage you are in your life, you always think you need to lose weight. And then when you look back, you're like, oh man, I wasn't big at all. Like, this is not an issue of your weight. This is an issue with you. Mm -hmm. And so my journey really started when, because I felt like something was wrong with me. And I think when we identify where we're starting from, it helps us, it, it really helps us identify why we do what we do and how we're doing what we're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm, and we can spiritualize it all we want. Cause I did, I did, like I did all the, you know, the gods, my, my body's a temple and, you know, the scriptures and the, you name it, all the prayer, all the things, the books, the spiritual book, I've done all the things. And at some point, and it worked short term because it was bigger than just saying and doing something. And so my adulthood i think i was always chasing something
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i'm not sure i ever really figured out what it was was it a number i was chasing i mean because the number the doctor says and the number i'm probably gonna be ain't gonna be the same like i can tell you that what he's telling me for my height it ain't happening I'm gonna look like I'm malnourished. It's not happening. My body frame is in that way. So, was it the number that I was chasing? Was it looking good in jeans or clothes? Was it feeling like, what am I actually chasing? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that's what I did for, you know, after I became an adult and then realized there was something wrong with me. A 12 was too big, and then 12 turned to 14, and 14 was, oh my God. And then I had like three high weights. Like, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really within the last year that this journey shifted for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And really within the last four months that it really has changed, transformed the way that I look at my health, my weight and my life. And so it started again from really an unhealthy place. Mm -hmm. Someone made me feel, or I allowed, no, he he didn't make me feel anything. I allowed someone Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. make me feel, never said, but by his actions, I allowed him to make me feel a certain way. And because of that, I felt like I had to chase something that I'm not sure I ever was going to get to, because I'm not even sure what it was. It wasn't rooted anything sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and then within the last year, what happened was I got to my highest weight, like my third time. <laughs> I've had three. I've got three highest weights. And I'm like, ooh, what is happening? And I got to my highest weight. And I was just like, girl, what is going on? Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, I was feeling terrible. I was eating terrible. And this is what I love about it. For those who are listening, who are like, Ooh, that's me. I want, I want people to be real clear about this. And God was using me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: God was using me. He did not, he did not take my purpose from me. He did not disqualify me from his love mm-hmm. or his, him blessing my life. He disciplined me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: chastised me. He, he warned me and I had to make a decision, but he did not revoke his calling and his gift on my life because I wasn't the way, or I wasn't as healthy as I needed to be. And so I say that to say, cause sometimes we feel, we're, we can get so spiritual that we make a religion and doctrine out of things that God is like, you're doing the most. Like, that's not even what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. My love is not contingent upon your weight. And my love is not contingent upon, you know, how you eat or good or bad. And my love doesn't change for you. However, you can forfeit your call, right? You might do that because you choose not to obey what I'm asking you to do. Mm-hmm. And so within the last year, when I got at my heaviest weight and everything was, Lauren, everything was off my mind. I was, I was brain fog was at its worst. I already have dealt with some other things. It was making my mental and emotional health worse and my physical health was like, I just was tired all the time. I'm like this, this, this. So it, even though I love doing God's work, it made it more challenging. Right. Yeah. Because the work that I do is, is high spiritual pressure. Mm-hmm. I feel that spiritual pressure in my natural body. Mm-hmm. And that's what God was showing me. The pressure of this call, your body can't even handle it. Mm-hmm. And so uh one day, and I'll just and I'll stop here. One day I was um I was I was like, I'm over this. Like something's got to give. And this is real talk in September. I said this to myself. I got into 240 pounds. And I'm five, two, by the way. Let's just two, five, two and a half, or maybe five, two and three quarters. I'm trying to get that, you know. <laughs> I'm that's that's too much. Now, even though I have a thicker frame, come on, it's too much. Mm-hmm. And I was was remember uh, someone took a picture of me. And we were at a bridal shower. And I was like, why does my face look like I'm a blowfish? What happened? Am I swollen? What is going on? That wasn't quite enough because vanity metrics don't work. My husband loves me. I, I mean, it just it doesn't work for me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was getting dressed one day and I was uh, walking in my bathroom and I heard this in my spirit. Um, and I heard this, um, this, this, the Lord, I believe it was the Lord saying to me, and it was, There are certain places I want you that I can't take you
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because you can't handle it. Your body can't handle it. You don't have the discipline to go to that next level. Mm -hmm. It's not that it's not for you, but it will kill you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It will kill you because you're not disciplined in what you're doing, how you're living, you're eating, you're exercising, all the things. And so it's up to you really. Like I'm giving you a choice as a Deuteronomy Deuteronomy. Moses told the people what God said to them like you have a choice to this day choose choose life or choose death you have a choice mm-hmm. in how you want to live out your life and it suddenly became not about food as much and there's more to that uh you, I share a little bit with you before but it's not it became suddenly not about food or the tactics mm-hmm. it's a heart issue absolutely and God let me know I have a, you have a heart issue Monica and your <laughs> your heart issue is you are rebellious Mm -hmm. you have a rebellious nature and you want freedom on your own terms it doesn't work like that Mm -hmm. but that's how this journey started within the last year and if you want me to share more I can go there within the last year God really just was like enough Mm -hmm. what you gonna do and I was like okay please help me
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. What a powerful testimony. I know that so many women were blessed by that. So thank you for sharing so openly with us. Um, we very much appreciate it. I, um, first of all, shout out to your husband for like being on your side and pointing out the hard thing to you. I very just much so. I wanted to make a mental note of that. Like that's incredible. It's been a
1: game changer. It's yeah. been a game changer, his support. And and let me just say this because you are a health coach. And just so y'all know, Lauren's not asked me to endorse her, support her we anything. We're, we're having a conversation, but I will say this because part of this journey was that I, I invested in the coach, but I I had to invest in a lot of things along the way to get healthy. Uh-huh. And one thing I realized is this this did not come where I'll just say I've, I'm down now almost 30 pounds um, and this did not come without investment of time, mm-hmm. of energy and money,
0: mm-hmm.
1: absolutely money, money, money. I, I, one thing about me, I, I tell people this all the time. You've got to get the right strategic support
0: mm-hmm.
1: because if you don't, you are, you are bound to re, re, um, relive your past simply because you're used, like <laughs> our brains know how to go back to what's familiar. Yeah. It's a reason in the Old Testament that when God delivered them from Egypt, from a harsh life, by the way, a life of slavery, a life of harsh treatment that God moved them into he's moving them into the new. And they're like, yo, can we go back? (laughs) Listen, can we go back to being a slave? Because we know that. Mm -hmm. And it was what we do with food. Can I go back to being a slave of food? Because I know that Mm -hmm. this is hard. Like, I'm not even I don't. This is not easy. Like, I don't know the, you know, I was thinking about this, Lauren, about all these claims that I've read and, you know, I've done all, I've done all the things, you name it, I've done it except surgery. And that was what I was going to do. That was my last resort. Like I'm this, this is too much. And I I was thinking about this the other day, and I was thinking about all the claims for, you know, lose this and this amount of time, and you can eat this, and you can still still eat this, and you still can lose the weight, and don't give up this, and all these things, right? All these claims. And some of that stuff can work. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but here's what God began to show me. He was like, when you don't do the hard things, you can't do the harder things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The hard things prepare you for the cross. The disciplining of your flesh, the crucifying Mm -hmm. of your flesh, the denying of yourself prepares you for the journey ahead. And and it doesn't mean everything is going to be hard, but things will be. And so, yeah, can I eat pizza and burgers all the time if I want to and take a pill or something? Or I don't know, maybe. Right. But I'm not going to feel good. But the reality is that's not the issue. The issue is I haven't learned to deny myself. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that, by the way. I want what I want when I want it. Yep. Real talk. Yep. Absolutely. And it has gotten me nowhere. That's just the reality. We're not, this is not an easy journey. And I think when people expect easy it and, and they don't get it, I'm I'm good. Like I'm out. Like I'm not, I'm not like real talk. Um, I think I've shared this with you. When I started when God really like the last four months, God really brought some things into me. Um, and if you want, I can share this story now about how I got to or I can wait. Um Go how God said, okay. So it within the last four months, and I think I, I said shared this with Lauren, like in September, I was like, I'm gonna get surgery or um, you know, I got I'm gonna give a coach, find a coach one last time. Uh, this is it like if I'm because I'm really I'm over this. And so I'm researching and I have really good insurance. And yeah. so I'm researching, seeing what they can pay for. And they're giving surgeries out I like candy anyway. So why not? Mm-hmm. And this is not to knock anybody who did it. Like whatever your journey is and whatever God's told you is your individual relationship. I have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. That's between you and the Lord. But I also know when I'm dialing out. I had to be honest with myself. Yeah, you can get surgery, but the surgery, that's not the issue, Monica. The issue is discipline and you denying your flesh, you doing what the Bible says. Mm (laughs) I don't want to do that. So I remember um, I started working with this coach that I had found. I started working with this coach and um, I, uh, you know, he had this kind of a strict, the first six weeks were really, really strict. And so I was like, hmm. I don't think I like this and was really struggling. And I remember one day and by this time I had lost about 12 pounds in six weeks by doing changing some things. Right. And I'm thinking I'm good. Like 12 pounds in six weeks is really good. Two pounds a week is average. It's what you should be doing. All the things, anything more, you know, you could be doing too much, you name it, all the things. Right. And the Holy Spirit sat me down basically and was like, those numbers don't impress me. First of all, why you're what? And this is this is the audacity of me? Mm-hmm. I'm you know God's challenging me. Those numbers don't impress me, Monica. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's twelve pounds. I mean, this is good, but by anybody else's standard, right? By any other health coach's standard, they would be like, celebrate your success. Oh God, I'm getting really excited because here's the thing: as believers, we don't, it's not about everybody else's standard. Absolutely. He was like, this is not impressive to me. It's impressive to you. It's impressive to other people. My coach wasn't really impressed because he expected more, but I mean, that was, that was neither here nor there, but here's what God began to show me. He said, it's fine. Yeah. You got to this 12 pounds and fine. Celebrate it. But the bottom line is you're still rebelling against a process that I've brought you into Mm
0: -hmm.
1: obedience is what I'm asking for, not sacrifice. Yeah. Well, you've sacrificed a couple things here and there. Look what you've done. No, I'm asking for your obedience. And your obedience is to cut out some things for the first six weeks to, to get your metabolism working properly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not doing that because you got another way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can add a few things here and there. And I remember having this conversation. I was out to eat with my girlfriend. I'm just going to be real with, you, with your listeners because I keep it real. That's right. And this is the real, this is what was going on in my head. I'm going out with my girlfriend. She came up, we're hanging out. And I knew I wasn't supposed to have certain things, but we eat like that's what we do. We go out to the restaurant, the same one. We get very similar, the same thing every time we go and all the good things. And while I'm sitting there, the Holy Spirit telling me like, no, no, like, you can't do this. So I was like, OK, I'm gonna go. I'm going to get a salmon with two sides of veggies. I'm going to be good. Like, basically, I went if I was a chocolate addict, it's the equivalent equivalent of me going into a chocolate factory. Yeah, that's really what was happening. (laughs) I went into the chocolate factory expecting to eat Skittles. Like who? No, you're going to eat chocolate if you're in here. Not me. I'm going to get salmon and two sides of veggies. Who's doing that? So that was my intention. My girlfriend stopped because God will make a way of escape. My girlfriend stopped before we went in because I had talked to her about some things. And she was like, look, if you don't want to, we don't have to eat here. We don't have to do this. God gave me a way of escape. And you know what I did, Lauren? i'm good let's go oh gosh monica yeah i'm going to eat me because in my mind i'm eating salmon and veggies i just i am I'm, I'm believing this and i go in a restaurant to eat my salmon and veggies and i didn't order salmon and veggies by the way she ordered something and then we got an appetizer i like, just eat a little bit of this and i'm sitting there and while i am eating the holy spirit is tearing me up he is like what like really this is what we're doing. And I'm like, well, and I'm justifying in my head. And so I'm uncomfortable. Y'all know, if you listen to this, you know when God is telling you something and you just trying to make you're trying to justify to make it feel good and ain't that serious. I was doing all of that. Yeah. My my girlfriend's a behavioral health um administrator and she works, she's been in this field for done, uh, forever. And the Holy Spirit had me to ask her, What is the definition, the clinical definition of addiction?
0: Mm.
1: So I'm sitting there and I'm like, hey, Tosh what's the clinical definition of addiction? Now y'all get this. This is what she did. Literally. she's like, oh my God, I'm glad you asked me. She pulls out her phone and says, here's the chart that I use when I'm talking to my clients. Like it was right <laughs> on hand. And as she walked me through the cycles of, mm-hmm. uh, let me tell you how I was finding myself literally while I was sitting there
0: mm-hmm. in
1: one of the cycles where you're like, oh no, you've done good for a while. And you're like, oh good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So to speed the story up, I ate what I wanted to eat. I ate a little bit of dessert. I did, I did everything wrong yeah. and I got in my car and I was in tears and I was like, God, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like, this is like, you talk about disobedience. I, I just couldn't, not me, not me who loves God and serves people and talked about the King, you know, all the things I am literally basically like spitting in God's face. Like I'm literally like, God is like, no. And I'm like, yes, who is, girl, I I couldn't even believe. I just couldn't. And I came home and I sat on my ottoman at home and I told my husband, I said, Carlton, I can't do this anymore. And he was like, what? I said, I just disobeyed God in the worst way. And I said, I can't, like, I can't believe I just did. Like, I I just, I was tormented, right? Mm -hmm. And as I sat there, he was like, I said, Carlton, I'm going in food rehab. <laughs> I'm going in food rehab. I love that you call it that. <laughs> this is right before Thanksgiving. I'm going in food rehab. He was like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm not going to Thanksgiving dinner. I'm having a regular dinner at home cuz the Holy Spirit told me on the way home to recommit. Recommit to the plan, recommit to what I told you to do, and I've got to obey the Lord." And my husband says this to me. I said, "I'm going in food rehab." I said, "I might even shut myself in my bedroom for 3 days just to pray. Like I just don't need no distractions. I don't need any um, anything to tempt me? Cause I, I can't do this like this, this, I can't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: my husband said to me, he said, do you need me to hold me while you're detoxing? And it was a sweet, he was jokingly but serious. It was so sweet. In other words, whatever you need to do, mm-hmm. whatever extreme measures you need to take to obey the Lord, mm-hmm. do it. Now, here's what I didn't say. Whatever extreme measures you need to take to lose weight, whatever extreme measures you need to take to not eat sugar. Whatever extreme measures you need to take to exercise. I didn't say that. What I said was whatever he said, whatever extreme measures you need to take. And this is what it was to obey the Lord. Mm -hmm. Do it. It just happened to be exercise and eating and certain things. So I did not go to Thanksgiving dinner. I had a steak dinner with my husband. I had two sides of veggies like I was supposed to the week before. (laughs) I stayed home. My daughter's like, mom, come. I'll make sure you don't eat. And God was like, no. You in rehab and you, you don't have no passes to get out. This is not what we know that week, Lauren, the week of Thanksgiving, I lost 4.5 pounds mm-hmm. eating healthy. I wasn't, I, w- I eat in a calorie deficit, but I don't eat in a hunger deficit Yeah, and there is a difference. That's and awesome. so I say all this to say, and this is when God revealed to me, now that you're at this place of desperation the desperation of wanting to honor me, knowing you disobeyed me. Mm-hmm. Now I can speak to you. And this is when he said to me, it's rebellion. And he brought some things up from my past and my childhood. He taught me, she me where it came from and basically begin to do a heart work in me. Mm-hmm. And I want to just tell your listeners, this is heart work. It is hard work, Yeah, but it's more heart work. And that was what I realized. I did not have a heart of surrender to this process.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did not want to surrender Sometimes I still don't want to surrender, but I love God more than I love my, than I love freedom on my own terms. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I got the last four months where I was able to, during the holidays, during Thanksgiving, to rein this in and not make this about food or exercise. Now I exercise almost every day, like this month every day like i have my own challenge for 30 days you know of exercise in the month of january but the truth is i worked out 27 days or 24 days last month and it's not a chore anymore it's an honor yeah it doesn't always feel good let me just be clear i don't feel like it all the time but i do it because it's part of my worship Mm -hmm. to the lord eating right is worship exercising is worship it's not just me spending time alone with god in my bible and reading my obedience, my action is worship to God. Mm-hmm. And losing 30 pounds is worship to God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a the story.
0: Oh my goodness. I am so glad I have you here to share this story because it is super powerful and it totally is the exact example of um, you know, and I've shared this on the podcast before and probably with you, Monica, <coughs> that when um, you know, God called me into coaching, the thing that he told me was that my work with women around their health is not for their health. It's so that he can do a deeper work in their heart Mm -hmm. and draw Mm -hmm. them closer to himself. And that um, is ultimately what it's about. Like, yes, and you're you're talking about, you know, there's a process you have to follow. You do have to eat in a calorie deficit. You do have to exercise. You do have to, um, you know, do things on the extreme, like go to food rehab out of obedience in order to, um, in order to, you know, quote unquote, see results. I love putting it that way. Um, but you know, and you've just said over and over again, like it is about being obedient to the Lord. And I a hundred percent agree with that and just love that you are here, um, to share your story with that. I want to ask you one more question before we sort of wrap up.
1: Um, okay. Can I say one thing before you ask this question? You said yes. something I want to, I want to hit this and you've talked about results. Mm-hmm. The truth of the matter is John 15. If you read John 15 and it talks about the vine, we are, the, he is, the, we are, the. he is the vine we are the branches and he talks about being connected to the vine, right? Yeah. If you read down and you read around verse seven and nine, it talks about, we bring God glory when we produce much fruit. Yeah. And I studied this passage out and that word fruit, when we produce fruit is not talking about when we produce other believers. Right. It's not talking about discipleship. It's talking about results from our work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So here's the reality. Obedience should bring results. Mm-hmm. If you don't have fruit, you are not planting seed and you are not obeying. And so if I am obeying the father as it relates to my health and I do not lose weight, I am not obeying the father. Mm. I'm not. There has to be, well, maybe you don't lose weight quickly. I don't care. It doesn't really matter. And one thing that I realized was, and this is something that people don't want to hear and it might be extreme to them, but listen, for me, I need to do what I had to do. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, there's a lot of non-scale wins. Yeah, it is. I can lose inches. I can feel better. It's great non-scale wins. Mm -hmm. But the reality is there should be scale wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There is no way that I'm gonna eat in a calorie deficit, exercise, you know, five, seven times a week, and, and uh feel and do what I'm supposed to do because this is my plan, right? And not see results. Right. God died on the cross. Why? For results. <laughs> I am the result. If he died on the cross and I and no believers came to him, oh my God, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. It was of no effect. And so let's be real. We don't want to talk about this because the world has misused health so much, especially the health coaching space and space and made us feel guilty. And we, it's just it's a mess out there. So God bless you for seeing this as a deeper work. But the reality is what you do, Lauren, is you help women get results by obeying the father. Mm-hmm. And here's what you do that most coaches don't is you not only help them get resolved by obeying the father, you help them grow in a deeper relationship with the God who can help them get there in the first place. Like this is so, what you're doing is so rare, but it's so needed. And I know you asked me the last question, but I'm gonna say this. If there are women who are listening and you have been struggling and struggling. Because I was that woman, like, and struggling. And no matter what you did and you done, you prayed and you read a Bible and you've read this and you read that, and you're struggling, you need help. Do not do this by yourself. If Lauren is a voice that God's assigned to you, you're listening to this podcast, you like what she represents and what she stands for, do not delay in getting the support that you need. Lauren and I had a conversation. And I was telling her some things about my process. I had already had a coach before we talked, but we were talking, I was saying, sharing some things with her. And I was talking about my struggle with knowing this is like forever. <laughs> I want there to be an end to this. I want to eat what I want to eat at some point. And I was saying to her, like, I'm, I'm struggling with like realizing there's no end to this. And sometimes I like it and sometimes I don't. I want to always like it. And her, you said to me, i never forget it. And you said, think about your, your relationship with the Lord. Is there an end to that? change everything and it, and it and what you said to me was think about think about this as discovering more of who you are more of what you can do do you not know that has shifted the way I've been looking at this process why I went from working out maybe four days a week to like seven why I'm like okay I don't need to eat that but I can like how can I eat get more protein and how can I you know make sure I'm burning more carbs and fats you know I mean fats and carbs like that one conversation Gave me something to move me forward in my journey. Listen, women, listen to me. Hear me when I tell you, get the help. This is not a a, um, a sport that you play by yourself. This is something you need the right support. Lauren, I know you ain't asked me to do that, but I'm just saying, because I know how powerful it is to have someone in your corner when you don't feel like it. And when I've cried, I know it might sound crazy, but I've thrown tantrums because mm-hmm. I couldn't have what I want, like a child. And I needed someone to be like, girl, get your stuff together, you are gonna be all right. So anyway, Lauren is your girl, get your stuff together, you are gonna be all right, coach, all right? Okay, I'm sorry, I know we're, we're, we're running out of time.
0: Ask me no. the question and I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for that. Let me tell you a story really quick. The last time I ever tried dieting, I remember going to bed hungry every single night because I was so obsessed with getting to a certain number on the scale. It made me angry and frustrated that I couldn't get to a point where I ate normally or felt good about myself. Even when I got to my goal weight, I still found myself challenged to lose more weight because I knew it was possible if I kept starving myself. I thought I would be more happy if I just lost a little more. Then I looked in the mirror and I saw sunken cheeks, bags under my eyes, my hip bones and ribs. I was too skinny and I finally realized that this diet, while helping me lose weight, was not making me healthy physically or mentally. I realized that I needed to stop obsessing over the scale or my food and exercise because there was so much more to help than that. I realized that in order for health to be sustainable, it had to be a lifestyle of small changes, of learning from mistakes or failures and of navigating seasons of change with joy. Imagine if you were so clear on what living healthy looked like for you right now, even as a busy mom, that you were able to get to a weight that you love, show up with more energy and live with more joy for your family and friends. Well, I found a way that works for me and I wanna show you a way that will work for you too. That's why I'm creating the empowered health framework where I'll teach you mindful nutrition and joyful movement to help you get healthy for good. You'll be able to use the time that you have to get to a weight that you love and consistently prioritize your health in a way that's simple so you can have more energy for the things that you love. You'll walk away with freedom and joy around making healthy choices so you can live with more energy and less stress. So you can focus your time and your thoughts where you truly want And ultimately, so you can live out the lifestyle of changes you desire to make in your life, including getting to that weight that you love in a way that's natural and sustainable. So if you're ready to get healthy and fit for life without obsessing over diets or exercise in a simple, easy-to-follow plan that works for your busy mom life, I've got just the thing for you. Get on the wait list today to have first access to the Empowered Health Framework, a go-at-your-own-pace online course. As a special bonus, anyone who joins the waitlist will receive an extra launch discount. So go ahead and visit healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash waitlist. Once you begin, you'll finally find the time to get to a weight that you love and consistently prioritize your health in a way that's simple so you can have more energy to create the mom life you love. Um, you may have actually answered this question, but I'm going to let you see if there's anything else that you want to add to this. But Um, You know, there's women who are listening right now whose mind is just blown about the idea that, you know, not making the healthiest choices can actually be a faith issue, a a lack of surrender to God issue. Like their minds are blown and they're saying, I've never thought of it this way. What do you say to that woman right now?
1: Girl, join the club. (laughs) That's the first thing. You are not alone. And can I say this? It is a trick of the enemy. Let me tell you about deception. This is what, this is what, what, you know, I do a lot of work around helping people break free from strongholds and identify kind of areas where they need to be delivered, like straight up. Cause some of this stuff is not just, um, this is what God had to show me. Some of this stuff wasn't just, I didn't want the right thing. It wasn't even just that I was addicted to sugar, cause sugar wasn't my thing, by the way. Sugar wasn't my thing. I wasn't addicted to sugar. Mm-hmm. So it was beyond that for me. And what God began to show me was, one, there are some strongholds that you're dealing with that have nothing to do with food. And when you break free from some of those things and get the help there, this makes the burden even lighter, which it did. He revealed those things to me. We did, We did. I prayed about it. We walked through a, little, a process that I used to help myself walk in freedom. But here's what I realized. What the enemy does not do he does not show up. Let's just say, you know, he doesn't show up in church or at your house or in the grocery store with horns and a pitchfork and a red suit. Like, cause if he did, you would know it's him. Let's just be real. Yeah. If you, if the enemy did not disguise himself, then you would know it's him and you would know to stay away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So what does he do? He disguises himself Yeah. because deception is deceiving. <laughs>
0: that's what it is.
1: So here's what happens. The enemy had me believing something that was not true. It's just food. It's not that serious. You don't have to restrict things. You don't have to be so restrictive. By the way, let me tell you what I did. Let me tell you how deep this thing goes for me. I was, when I was, me and God were having our conversation. I'm in the restaurant eating what I shouldn't be eating. And I said to the Lord, well, God, you know, you say all things in moderation, (laughs) <laughs> Cause I don't I need to re, be so restrictive all things in moderation. And the spirit spoke, spoke this back to me. So now you're going to use my word to try to manipulate me. Mm. That's just, that's evil. Mm-hmm. That was in me. The heart above all things, Jeremiah says, is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? Mm-hmm. Let's not pretend that there aren't d- depths of us. That's wicked and evil.
0: Yeah. It
1: doesn't mean we're not redeemed. It doesn't mean our spirit isn't saved. Let me just be clear. Your spirit is what was transformed when you gave your life to Christ. Your soul is still being renewed. This is why we renew our mind daily, because our soul, my soul is not saved. (laughs) My spirit is, my soul is trying to like go back into the world. And I keep telling it, no, 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 we don't live there. So I've renewed my mind, which is your soul. I renew my mind consistently. So my soul knows that we don't live there anymore. Because here's what we have to understand. Our, our nature, we have, we have a sinful nature, right? When we give our life to Christ, we become a new creation and we have a new nature. But our sinful nature is not annihilated. It's just rendered helpless. Mm-hmm. And it's only rendered helpless to the degree that we quit feeding it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh good (laughs) you
1: keep feeding the nature that nature will grow so why was I eating fast food all the time and why was I eating burgers and fries and chips and things because I kept feeding the nature Mm -hmm. and then God says you can't if you want to live as as the new creation you are already that creation hear me you're already the new creation but if you want to live as the new creation you've got to feed your soul what the new creation needs to eat in order to be healthy, no different than your natural body. And so I'll tell any woman who's listening, don't let the devil play you. Don't let him play you, making you think it's not that big of a deal. Oh, even more, I just thought this in my heart. For the woman who only needs to lose like 10 pounds or it's just five pounds over, it's not that big of a deal. If God is dealing with you, it's because it's a big deal to him. You realize, I'm even though I was heavier, I carry my weight very well right? You wouldn't know by looking at me. Cause I, you know, I can lose, I can gain 20. It looks like I, lo- I gained 10. I can lose 20, it Looks like I only lost 10 because of the way that I carry my weight, but here's what I realized. <laughs> I was like, I don't really care that you're, whatever your number is. If that isn't in obedience to me, mm-hmm. everything that I do, I do as an, as an, uh, uh, worship to the father, mm-hmm. everything you do, the Bible says, do it as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna tell any woman who's listening Listen to me. Don't let the enemy deceive you and make you think that this is not important. There's a work that you need to do that the body has to carry. And Lauren knows this. And, you know, I have what I call a vision manifesto. And one of my values that I read over myself daily is my body is not simply God's temple. It is God's tool. Mm -hmm. And I have to keep this tool sharp to do the work of God. You need to keep your tool. Your body is a tool, an instrument in the use of God's hands to do the work he's calling you to do. And if your instrument is not playing well in the orchestra, just let me, let me let you know, they're going to demote your chair. You know, you got first chair, second chair in the orchestra when people play instruments. You know why? Because people who are in first chair, they're on it. They're disciplined. They're at the top of their game. I didn't want to be demoted, not because God took my gift, but because I chose not to take care of my body, the tool that the only tool, the only vessel that God has to use to get his work through me
0: yep. is
1: my body. Yep. So listen, women, listen to me. Don't let the devil lie to you because he lied to me. And I believed him. I don't believe him no more though. So <laughs> it is a faith walk, it's a surrender walk. And when I start, I'll say this last thing: when I shifted my focus from tactics and strategy mm-hmm. and started prioritizing my spiritual nature. Not I did not not prioritize the tactic and strategies, but I had to get my heart aligned and the posture of my heart right. And when I told God, yes, I'll surrender, I'll do what you say. Then the tactic and strategies, I didn't, I realized how hard it was. I was like, this is not easy. I really don't, I realized I did not want to surrender, yeah. but I made a choice yeah. because life
0: is choice driven. Yep, absolutely. I love that. <laughs> Mic drop everyone. Mic, Mic drop. I'm
1: done here.
0: Um yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. The last thing I want to say to kind of add on that um is, you know, for the woman who's listening today who feels like, you know, I don't even know where I'm at with my relationship with God. I don't feel like I'm hearing him. Um and I I feel as in my spirit as you know I'm listening to this, that you know, something does need to change in my health. Um, God, first of all, God loves you.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. We don't Just want to like minimize that. Just like you are, whatever weight you are Absolutely. and whatever you eat a donut right now, He loves you eating that
0: donut. Absolutely. So, you know. But the next thing I'll say is that He wants more of you. You know, He calls us to wholehearted p- pursuit of Him and He has more for you. Um, so, step number one in all of this, if you are feeling overwhelmed, step number one is pray and invite the Lord into whatever you are feeling with your health right now. If you are feeling like you have been stuck in the lies of the enemy, if you are feeling like um, you do need to lose so much weight and you don't know how to keep trying, if you're feeling like I do not have the motivation, I don't know if I can try again, invite the Lord into that because he is there with you and he he has so much for you. So don't give up. Um, Just stay strong in him and he will keep you strong.
1: And I'll say this, can I add this to what you just said, Lauren? If you are feeling this tug in this pool and what Lauren just said, really minister to you or minister to your heart, that is God speaking to you. That tells you, listen, the the mark of the believer is not remorse. It's conviction. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When we feel convicted, not condemned, when we feel convicted, that is the mark of a believer. People who don't have the Holy Spirit living in them don't feel conviction. They feel regret. They feel shame. They feel condemned, but they don't feel convicted by the Spirit because he's not living in them. Mm-hmm. So if what you're hearing is convicting you, um, it's because God is speaking to you. Yeah. Like that is, that is That's what I had to realize. God let me know, when I reveal your sin to you, oh gosh, when I reveal your sin to you, it's because I love you.
0: Yeah.
1: I want to snug. This is how I look at it. I want to snuggle up with you. But there's something in between us that's keeping me from s- connecting re- in a way that I want to connect with you. And so remove the pillow. You know, if you're on a sofa like with your, your boo or something, like I said, he's sitting on one side and there's a pillow in between and he's trying to hold you. It's like God's like, hey, remove the pillow. Let's mm-hmm. snuggle. Let's get together. Let's let's work on this thing together. Lauren, listen, this journey has not been perfect. Mm-hmm. I had made more mistakes uh, on this journey and this that was hard for me. And God was like, yeah, you're human and you're walking in freedom mm-hmm. because deliverance is a process and it's an event and a process. Yeah, we had a moment, Monica, we had a moment. I revealed things to you and this is what I told you and you're feeling good, that was a moment. Now you gotta walk out the process. Mm-hmm. And so for the woman who's listening, who's like, I have so much weight to lose. I have like 60, my goal was 65 pounds. And I'm like, just the number alone was like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. So I had to take that off of my mind and really zone in and say, okay, God, where's my first step? Mm -hmm. And so I want to encourage women who are struggling and feeling like, oh my God, it's shame. And listen, you are not alone, Mm -hmm. but as Lauren said, invite the Lord in, but I'm also going to go a step further and say, invite the right community in. Yeah. and write the right coach in so you are not bearing your burden alone. The Bible says to confess your sins one to another so that you might be healed. Part of our healing and walking in freedom is having someone to talk to that we can confess my real, I'm struggling and this is painful and I hate it too. And I say it again because it has been so pivotal in my journey mm-hmm. to have Help. Yeah. So God is having you listen to this because He wants to hold you while He's helping you. Yeah. Lauren is positioned to help you. Girl, I hope you don't mind. I, I can't stress this enough how important it is to get help. It was, it's been everything to me. Having conversations, being able to share my truth, mm-hmm. um, and having the right community around me that keeps me from eating all the donuts when I feel like, cause I'm struggling or when I do eat all the donuts to help me get back on track. Yeah. Cause I have, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I went to crumble cookie over the crumble over the oh. weekend. I'm like, you know what? Let me just get a little, I deserve a treat. I deserve a treat. Right. And after I had to, I didn't eat the whole thing. I ate a little bit of it and I was like, we don't live here anymore, Monica. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I actually they were on my counter. And I threw them in the trash can this morning. They were there since Saturday. I ate a little bit and I'm like, you know what? Dang, I, I want them though. I really want to want them. And God was like, we don't live here anymore. But I had the cookie. And should I have had the cookie? Maybe not. But God didn't beat me up. He was just like, hey, remember what we're doing. hmm Remember that there's a process here. So I want to encourage every woman who's listening that there is no condemnation for you, for those who are in Christ Jesus. You are free from condemnation, but God does want to give you community. Mm -hmm. He does want to convict you. He does want to give you the courage to get the help you need so you can see the manifestation of his promise in your life. Yes,
0: amen. Amen. (laughs) All right, Monica, we're going to wrap up, but how can women connect with you if they want to continue having you speak this amazing truth into their lives?
1: Um, If women are ready to take action on a vision and they're like, listen, I'm ready to move forward. I can't help you with the health stuff. Y'all go to Lauren for that. Um, But I can help you get your mind right. (laughs) I can help you get your mind right. And I can help you with the plan to take action and get clear on what God is calling you to do and move that forward. So you can uh, reach out to me. My email is monica at strategies.com. monica at state S-P, the number eight, strategies.com. You can find me on Facebook at monica, S-P-8. And on Instagram, you can find me at Monica SP.8. But yeah, my website is monicaspate.com. Now that, that is spelled out, monicaspate.com, but they can find me any of those places.
0: Okay, and I'll have all those links in the show notes for people to just click directly. Awesome. Thank you so thank much, you. Monica, for coming on and sharing with us today.
1: Thank you for having me, Lauren. I was, it was great. And thank you, all your listeners, for uh, indulging me and, and having this conversation with
0: us. <laughs> well, we appreciate it and are encouraged for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes each week. Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support and encouragement you need on your journey to healthy and empowered living. From Ephesians 3, 16-19. I pray that from God's glorious unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God.